Moon Prism Power Make Up! <laughs> Hello friends, and welcome to Unlike um Anime. This is a special episode where you might have guessed it's about Sailor Moon. Small lady. <laughs> no, chibi, that's Chibi Moon, small lady. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, she, it's about her as well. She's, uh, she's Wait, in... is, it, is it Chibi Sailor Moon or is it Sailor Chibi Moon? I think it's Sailor Chibi Moon. Sailor Chibi Moon. I think that's how they say yeah, it. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Sailor Chibi Moon. So weird. Super Sailor Chibi Moon. <laughs> yes, uh... Sailor Moon Crystal has been uh, an ongoing uh, retelling of Sailor Moon, uh, re-adapting the manga and uh, sort of giving us the story at a, a quicker pace, not so uh, sitcom-y uh, as the original Sailor Moon anime was. But Tony and I, Tony's here. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the other voice. And uh, Tony and I, I think we're vague. I mean, we're of course vaguely familiar with Sailor Moon. I watched a little bit, a little bit of it growing up, and then in you know past decades, I've I've tried to like get into the original anime, and I've watched like twelve episodes or something. And it just kind of fell off. Mm. Um, but what what's your uh, history of Sailor Moon? I mean, I'm familiar with the concept. I always kind of liked the concept. Was kind of interested in the concept, I guess. But uh, I, I've only seen sporadic bits and pieces uh, here and there over the last what 20 years or something i don't even know how long okay. it's been yeah has it been out that long it's, yeah it has to have been right yeah oh, yeah more oh, than yeah that. yeah yeah okay manga probably started in the late 80s i would guess but oh, okay um but yeah definitely a 90s yeah 90s thing okay um but yeah so we i don't know we are providing this service i don't know if it's wanted or needed uh but we're uh two two dudes who are gonna weigh in on some sailor moon the new movies uh, just came out on Netflix uh, last month in June, and uh, they constitute the fourth arc or the fourth season of Sailor Moon Crystal. And I didn't know that when I said, hey, we should watch the Sailor Moon movies because it's just called Sailor Moon Eternal. Yes. Parts one and two. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know either, but I did some research, and it's like, oh, this is a continuation of Sailor Moon Crystal. And I remember when Crystal came out, um, I think I watched the first couple episodes and I was like, oh man, I've uh, kind of what you were saying. I've always been intrigued by Sailor Moon and mm. always thought there's got to be something there. So I was like, all right, what do you know? I'm willing, there's like 40 episodes to catch up. So I'm like, I'm willing to, uh, to do that and then watch the movies. And Tony said, I am not willing to do that, but I will watch the movies. I'm not going to watch three seasons of a show just to watch a movie if, <laughs> or movies, I guess. I mean, yeah, they're movies, so they should be. They should be capable of standing alone. You would think. And so that's what we're putting to the test today. Mm. Tony has just watched both movies. Yep. And, uh, and I have, as I said, caught up on everything, including the movies. And uh, yeah, so I, I, we talked a little bit uh, before recording. Uh, Tony has some questions. Um, and so we thought maybe it might be best for me to quickly run down the first three seasons and try to, uh, you know, fill in some gaps for you. Small um, lady. Small lady. <laughs> I'm going to say that a lot. It's my favorite part of, uh, yeah. Of what you saw. Yeah, of the movies. It's pretty great. Um, and it's said a lot in the movies. I don't know, like, it'll be interesting to do a count to find out whether I say it more in this episode or if it was said more in the movies. <laughs> I think I might win. <laughs> you might. You just might. Uh, yeah. Uh, and we, we were talking cause I watched, uh, I watched all of this, uh, dubbed in English and mm. you watched it uh, in Japanese, but, mm. uh, no matter which you choose, you'll still hear small lady. Yes. <laughs> and many, many, many other things that are said in English in Japanese, uh, a Japanese dub, I guess you would call it. Yes. Uh, yeah. They've got a list of probably about 30 or 40 words, um, English words that they, uh, they repeat often. I mean, some of them, I guess, aren't English. I guess they'd be Latin, like, Perios! Heard yeah. that about 50,000 times, I feel like. Um, well, you anyway. Re you remember Helios, then. So, yeah, so you're going to start off talking about the series. And uh, so I'm going to try not, I'm going to try to be quick. I'm going to try not to 
drone on. I'm going to try not to bore you and keep you. I'm just trying, just trying to crash course in Sailor Moon for you. Well, you'd be doing better than the movies then. <laughs> I'll accept it. Uh, so the first season we'll, we'll start with is, is referred to as the Dark Kingdom arc. Okay. And uh, it's when we're first introduced to Usagi Tsukino. He's our main character. Didn't even know she had a last name. Yeah, Tsukino, which I looked up. Um, with a T at the beginning of it. Yeah. I'm assuming, right? Moon. What's that? Tsuki? Yeah, yes. Suki, yes. Moon. And so it literally means, her first name means rabbit or bunny, mm-hmm. and Tsukino means of the moon. Yep. So rabbit of the moon. Mm-hmm. Moon uh, rabbit. Moon rabbit. And uh, yeah, we start with her, and her character is, um, she's, it always seemed like she was in high school to me, but no, I've, it's, it's, they enter high school, I think at the end of the second season or something, but they're in middle school when they yeah, start. I was pretty sure she was a middle schooler. Yeah. It's just, they just look older to me and considering oh, yeah. her things that happen later, it's just like, oh, well, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, she, her personality is she's kind of clumsy and she's lazy and she's, you know, not very academic, you know, she's just kind of, uh, you know sleeps in a lot there's a running gag where she's always you know running late for school Mm. and uh but despite that she she yearns for excitement in her life she yearns for romance and she's a bit uh, rose tinted uh has her head in the clouds sort of sort of thing Mm. and the inciting incident is on her way to school she's running late of course and she runs into this cat that uh, black cat who has uh, some band-aids on her forehead and uh, usagi ends up removing them and it reveals a crescent moon Mm-hmm. and this sparks her becoming sailor moon and we don't know much at first it kind of reveals it slowly but this is the uh the essential premise um, but in this arc as all these arcs there's some bad person who wants a crystal uh the legendary silver crystal something mm-hmm. we hear talked about a lot yeah um and that is uh that we learn that is what gives uh usagi uh or sailor moon um ultimately uh more and more power and is she's directly linked to um but as far as this first arc we we introduce usagi and then she becomes sailor moon in order to save you know her friends we we got it's funny how the the bad guys work because they always they're always trying to find the crystal and so they have to send their minions down to earth and they they pose as humans and so in the first episode it's one of these um minions who's uh, has a jewelry uh, shop and they're like, you know, selling all this awesome jewelry, like really cheap, but it's possessing all these people and, mm-hmm. you know, they're using them to try to find the crystal. And so it's, it's always like, it's never like a direct approach. It's always, you know, the sort of third party thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but Sailor, and it's, it kind of runs into that like creature of the week kind of thing. But uh, yeah, Sailor Moon uh, beats them. And in the process, she runs across a tuxedo mask or tuxedo common. Mm. Uh, who in the same episode that she meets tuxedo mask she runs into this guy named mamaru on the street and Mm. they they have this back and forth and he's kind of you know teasing her and she's uh she doesn't like him at first but when she sees tuxedo mask like and i wanted to actually specifically talk about what he wears because on his face he's just wearing like a very thin um sort of uh, masquerade kind of mask around his eyes um and that's it like you can see his very very thin it's probably like maybe three eighths of an inch uh thickness yeah yeah (laughs) like not really concealing your face at all uh and then he also wears like he has a tuxedo of course and it has i don't know what it's called but that the undershirt um i don't know if it's not pleated but it's like has those folds it's like frills on it or whatever yeah yeah like not girly but it's like it's almost like something like classic dracula would wear and then he has um he has like a pendant that almost looks like like dracul like I don't know. Like mm. he gives me some Dracula vibes. I don't know if anyone okay. like just his outfit, not his personality or anything. Um, but anyway, they run in to each other. And after this, they set up each of the other sailor guardians that we learned. So there's sailor Mars, uh, which is Ray. Uh, she's the red fiery one that um, has like a temple and, and whatnot. And then there's sailor Ami, who is the, uh, or not uh, sailor Ami, sailor Mercury. Her name's Ami and she has water powers. Uh-huh. Um, and then we have uh, Sailor Jupiter, who's my favorite. She's got like leaves or something. She's my favorite too. Oh, nice! <laughs> right on. I was we were gonna I, I was gonna do a thing where like okay, which one's your waifu? But <laughs> I guess now we both know Jupiter is the best. Nice. Everyone knows Jupiter it. rocks. 
She's great. That makes me happy because you had told me you had a favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought it was going to be, small lady. <laughs> no, I just like that line. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. Uh, well, we haven't even got to Chibi Moon yet. So uh, Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Jupiter is like leaf power or something, or what is it? Because she. Yeah, something like In the movie, that. she uses some sort of like oak-based power. Yeah. She's got like, <laughs> yeah, leaf power. Um, yeah. Makoto's her name. Sailor Jupiter. And then we meet um, Sailor Venus, who is also known as Sailor V. She's sort of in their world in Japan, um, a superhero of sorts. Um, But it's kind of interesting. I guess there's a Sailor V um, manga that takes place before the events of Sailor Moon, where like Sailor V is a superhero. That's like you see in the, I don't know if they show this, but there's like these Sailor V like arcade machines. I don't uh, remember noticing. Okay. Hey, I can't, I, all this, since I, you know, binged all this and all kind of, some of it runs together. I'm not sure which season shows what, uh, but their secret base ends up being at it beneath the, in the arcade, beneath the Sailor V uh, arcade games of it. Oh, okay. That comes a little, a little later in this arc, but um, essentially what they learn is that Sailor, all of these Sailor Guardians are reincarnated from the way past eons ago and uh, they learn that Usagi is, was the princess of the moon. Mm. They were all, all the guardians uh, were from the moon. It was like a moon kingdom. And so she was like next in line to become queen or whatever. And essentially the story is that Tuxedo Mask, Mamoru, was a prince on Earth. And, the, you know, Usagi visited Earth, met him, they fell in love, but then their love couldn't be because moon versus Earth I don't know. I uh, just couldn't let it stand. And okay. so um, it brought ruin to, to the moon kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so now, all these years later, in you know, modern-day Japan, uh, they've been reincarnated. And it even goes so far as like the, the main, one of the main villains, Queen Beryl, in this, is also reincarnated. She had an unrequited love uh, for Tuxedo Mask, or Mamoru, um, but became jealous of Usagi, and she's the one that killed him. Um, mm. way back when. This is in season one? Yeah, this is okay. all in season one. I don't know if all these reveals are in season one, but they're all around there. Um, and so in season one, they inevitably, there's all these minions they're sending, and uh, there's these four guys that are kind of, you know, you think they're just bad, but uh, their names are all named after um, stones, like Jadeite and... Mm. Uh, there's a, I don't know, I didn't write them down. There's a zo- Zoe site, and you know they always end in it. Not familiar with that one, but yeah, okay. <laughs> who knows? Maybe they're based on Japanese names um, for these things. But um, then we learn eventually, you know, they're the bad guys. But then we learn, oh no, they were just being manipulated by Queen Beryl. Uh, but they are also reincarnated knights of um, Mamoru of you know for Tuxedo Mask when he was uh, a prince. Ah. Uh-huh. And so eventually they go to the moon to fight Queen Beryl and fight who she's working for, which is Queen um, something or other. Oh, Queen Metallia. Uh, mm-hmm. This is already taking too long, but I'm setting up the whole premise. <laughs> so that's good. Um, anyway, they go to the moon and it's, you know, it's, it's what you expect. Uh, um, essentially, it ends in, um, in Usagi being, you know, looks like she's going to be defeated, but then Mamoru shows up and they share a kiss. And uh, she gains uh, more power from that. There's something, something there, some magical connection they have, and uh, mm-hmm. and she beats she beats uh, Queen Metallia. Yeah, they eventually find the legendary silver crystal, which existed within Usagi. That's what happens. Is like her and Mamo share a kiss at an opportune time, and it brings forth the crystal out of Usagi. Mm-hmm. And so now she has the crystal, and she's able to uh, kick butt, and she does so. And uh, she yay. turns into. Super crystal Sailor Moon Silver. Well, not yet. Oh. Um, she's still just Sailor Moon. Okay. That's the first season. All right. Small lady. So the end of season one, there's a sort of a cliffhanger that leads into season two. Season two is mostly about Chibiusa. This I have questions on. So, yes, <laughs> Small continue. lady. Maybe you will answer all of my questions about small lady. So small lady just shows up out of the air. Um, Usagi and Mamo are kind of sharing a moment. They're probably about to kiss or something, you know, some tender moment. And Usagi just shows up out of the blue and like crashes into them. And then she pulls a gun on Chibi, Usagi. Chibi Usagi. Oh, Chibi Usagi. What did I say? 
You just said Usagi. Oh, Usagi. Yeah, sorry. Well, her name, that's where we get into trouble because her yeah. name is also Usagi. Right. But yeah, they, to avoid confusion, like I just did, <laughs> they call her Chibi Usa or Small Lady. <laughs> small Lady. <laughs> and so uh, Chibi Usa, yeah, crashes into them and then she ends up pulling a gun on, on Usagi, which that's how the first season ends. Chibi and, Usa has a gun? I know. And that's it was so out of place, and I I laughed out loud um, just at the you know ridiculousness of that. But then when season two picks up, um, it turns out it's just a toy. It's not really a uh, gun. Okay. Um, but from right off the bat, she's like, there, there there's a wedge between Usagi and 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 Shibi Usa. Um, Mamo start you know they're like oh where are you from and they're all confused and they're trying to piece together what happened and then they they don't learn at first but then. Mamo has like a immediate connection with her. And so he's like, you know, helping her out and, you know, giving her special attention. And Usagi, who's still a middle schooler, uh, mm-hmm. starts to get very jealous of this. And uh, she doesn't like uh, Chibi Usa from the start. How, so Chibi Usa is supposed to be like nine? Yeah, eight, little kid. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, and then she follows Usagi. Or not, I don't know if she follows her home, but it's like she like somehow like. Um, meets Usagi's parents and they just like fall in love with her. Mm. And so they're like, you can live with us. <laughs> and so Usagi's very upset about that. And Makes that's, sense. that's uh, the setup for this. The bad guys are from the black moon clan. This is the black moon arc. And, uh, and what we learn is that Usagi has traveled in, or Usagi, Chibi, Chibi Usa, Chibi Usagi has traveled back in time. Let me just call her Small Lady. Small Lady. Small Lady. Small Lady. Small Lady has uh, traveled back in time from the 30th century. Uh, and uh, evidently her, her current timeline is all messed up. The Black Moon Clan has, uh, they have this dark crystal and they've, uh, they've taken over uh, that land. The earth and the moon are both cast in shadow. And so she has traveled back to try to, you know, do something about that. And she had, you know, heard the tales of Sailor Moon and how great she was. And so she came back to this time specifically to get Sailor Moon's help. But at first she doesn't know, she didn't realize that Usagi is Sailor Moon. Which mm. doesn't really make sense once we learn more. Um, but what we learn is that uh, there's this whole thing where, I mean, they, just, just to build it up, they, there's all this drama between Usagi and Chibi Yusa, you know, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and like Mamo, you know, paying close attention to her and making her jealous. But eventually, we're like, all right, we have to. Oh yeah, the Black Moon starts capturing the Sailor Guardians like one by one, and so they get Ami, they get um, Ray, and they get Makoto, our favorite. I don't know them by their names. Oh okay, but so, it's fine. I I I, I understand. Along. Yes, yeah. so they get those three, and then they eventually capture Usagi, and so the rest of them. Or maybe that's after they get there. But anyway, they're like, all right, we got to go, you know, into the future, back to the future for you. Chibi Usa, and they get there, and this is where they meet Sailor Pluto, uh, who's one of the outer guardians. Mm. And uh, she is in charge of um, the time. She, you know, th- that's how you can time travel is through her, and she has time keys. It's the whole thing they introduce. Um, but she is supposed to, all the outer guardians are meant to stay at their post. They're not meant to interact with the other guardians, mm. and they're not meant to leave. Uh, but yes, and uh, so at first Sailor Pluto is going to attack them, and then she sees that Chibi Usa is with them, and she's like, she knows her, and so she's like, all right, you can go. And so they go to the 30th century moon, and they what they find when they get there is everything's in ruin, but they're able to go to the um, I forget what it's called, the Crystal Palace or whatever, uh, where you know the Queen Serenity would reside, and mm. they meet uh, King Endymion, Endymion, who is technically still um tuxedo mask it's the same guy and mm. and also um neo queen serenity is still usagi but just way in the future and they explain okay. that because of the legendary silver crystal that that the reason that they got that from the first season um i don't know if it makes them immortal but it's like they're virtually immortal it preserves their life and so they don't look much older and they're still alive <laughs> okay <laughs> like they look a little older like a little taller maybe i don't know <laughs> Um, but uh, Neo, Neo Queen Serenity, which is still Usagi, uh, is um, basically uh, comatose. Um, ever since the Black Moon people or whatever have been oppressing them, she's kind of been in this, um, you know, state of, you know, they can't reach her, but she's still alive. Okay. 
And then we also learn that a small lady, small lady, has her own cat, right? So Usagi has Luna, mm. um, Sailor Venus has Artemis, uh, and in the future, those two have a child of their own, mm. um, which is uh, Diana, and that's oh, small that's ladies. Right. That's right. And then similarly, small lady is the child of Usagi and Mamo. So that is their uh-huh. that is their daughter from the future. Um, which is important to keep in mind in this arc because it gets kind of weird. <laughs> okay. So after that, so I, I jumped ahead of myself. Um, after that, Usagi is kidnapped by the Black Moon people. And so they're trying to get her back. Meanwhile, Chibi Usa, she gets in her own head about being insecure and like feeling bad about going back in time because she wasn't supposed to, yada, yada. And so she kind of runs off and ends up getting, um, runs into like where the villains are. Mm-hmm. And uh, ends up because she's in that state of doubt or whatever, they manipulate her into becoming Black Lady, <laughs> which they call, which is uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, that they would go with that name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she's Black that... Lady as in Evil Lady. Right. Um, and so she transforms. She's not a kid anymore. She like transforms into like a you know. Black Lady. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> But no, she's like she's like more the age of like Usagi and them, like more yeah. middle school age instead okay. of grade school age, and um, and so she, they use her, you know, to um, antagonize the other guardians. Yeah. But then it builds up to this part where where Black Lady, uh, so Mama goes running after her right when she's missing because he he has a strong connection to her and turns out it's his daughter, so it makes sense that he would mm. um, he would have this connection and so he runs after her and finds her, but then she's become so powerful because of the evil guys that she's able to um, um, manipulate him. And so he's doing her bidding. And so uh, there's a part where he eventually fights, you know, Usagi and all them. But then there's a lot of questionable, like, parts of her, like, making, you know, like, kissing him and, like, making out with him. Hmm. And it's very strange because that's her dad. Um, but she's but possessed. Will be her dad. That in the will future. be her, that's her future dad. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, hmm, this is like, this or, is I mean, kind in the of, future, he will, yeah, kind of okay. inappropriate. Uh huh. But anyway, but yeah, so essentially, um, they Usagi's able to break free of them and she saves the other guardians and then they all regroup and they fight and uh, and they're they're not able to defeat Black Lady, but then at the last moment, Sailor Pluto shows up. She's not supposed to leave her post, but she does. Uh, and she um, sacrifices herself to, which not only brings Black Lady back to being uh, Chibi Usa, um, but then gives them an opportunity to, you know, uh, you know, attack the the main boss. And so once uh, once Black Lady is not really, you know, an enemy of theirs, then they're able to fight. And then Neo Queen Serenity like comes out of her coma, and she, uh, I don't know, she. She doesn't really grant them powers at that time, but she like gives them encouragement and and Chibiusa and Usagi. This is when they join forces to uh, to attack. It's the first time, and we see it again in in the movies. But uh, I think it's Double Moon Princess Halation <laughs> is the uh, attack they use together, which reminded me of Snow Halation, Love Life. Mm, yeah. Um, so after they defeat uh, the Black Moon Clan, whatever. Uh, then Neo Queen Serenity grants them new powers, mm. so they get they get boosted. And then there's this whole like faint at the end where um, they all go back to their time, but then Shibuya has to say goodbye. She's like, I have to go back to my time. But then and so they say goodbye, but then she immediately comes back and is like, My mom gave me a letter that says I can stay here and I, you can train me to become a proper Sailor Guardian. That's like okay, so she's <laughs> still she's still part of the gang for now. Um, all right. How you doing? I wonder how the time travel works in this universe. Like is, um, future Usagi, who is the queen, is she aware of these events that she participated in, uh, in the past? That's a good question. I mean, I don't know. Cause you would think like, is that it like... sort of a self-fulfilling thing where, um, she gives Chibi Usa permission to go back because she remembers Chibi Usa having come back oh, with permission. Um, is it one of those be. sort of things or 
Yeah, I don't know. Are it's, we having like several timelines split, you know, because right. Chibiusa came back in the first place? And each time she comes back. <laughs> yeah, it just splits another one. Yeah, uh, I don't That's know. It's, not, it's probably not important. I mean, it's definitely not important for yeah. uh, this discussion, but <laughs> just uh, something that I would have thought about if I were watching this show, probably. Well, I think then I, I don't, there's one more arc after the movies, and I, it seems to, I imagine it's going to incorporate Chibiusa a lot more. Mm. Um, and so I imagine maybe if that's the case, it'll play into that. Maybe they probably won't explain it. Yeah, that's. I got confused because like for, first season reincarnation, okay. Second season time travel. I'm like, mm. wow, you already went to time travel. Like that's, if that's usually in like a show or a movie, if that's not the main premise, like that's a much later thing. We get to time travel. Yeah, <laughs> it's usually not the second arc or whatever. Um, but but yeah. So any questions on that? Chibi Usa's uh, uh, backstory there. No, some of the stuff explains stuff that was in the movie that, I mean, I had figured out from context within the movie. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, no Not questions too. or anything. Okay. It just, it fills in a little bit more detail on things that I had had an idea of, I guess, mm. about like the reincarnation thing, for example, like it's sort of indicated in something in the movie uh, that they were reincarnated basically. And the time travel thing is immediately apparent because one of the first things we see in the movie is Chibi Usa saying that she has to go back to the... That's right. Yeah. That's right. So spoiler alert, in the third season that George is about to talk about, Chibi Usa does not die. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so this arc is called Season 3, Death Busters. All right. And uh, this is where we learn more about the Outer Guardians. Um, we met Sailor Pluto, but then there's also Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune. Uh-huh. I, I was, th this one, th this division of the, the solar system sort of didn't really confuse me. I just didn't understand why they did it the way that they did it. Because you've got like the inner planets in, mm. in our solar system that are all rocky-based planets, right? Yeah. Um. And there's four of them, Mercury through Mars. And then you've got the gas giants, which are like the outer planets and stuff, mm. which starts with Jupiter and then yeah. works its way out. But Jupiter is not part of the outer guardians. She's... Yeah, the but, main one. But there's also no sailor Earth. So yes, yeah. I don't know. I guess they had to fill something in. Whatever. It's, it's again, a sailor moon, but no sailor Earth. Yeah. But I guess, I guess Mamo And is... then they've got, they've got all the... Like they all have, maybe they get introduced in this story, but they all have like the the pet type things or whatever, little animal things or uh, assistants or something. And they're all at, named after like the moons of those planets. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? You mean in the movies? Yeah. Those like the Amazon ladies? Is that what you're referring to? No, because they're asteroids. It's revealed. Yes, yeah, yeah. But no, there's like, um, I swear they were like their... Oh, Phobos, Deimos. Phobos, yeah, yeah. Oh, there okay, we go. Oh, those ones. are the those are the crows, right? And those oh, are those Ray's are the names of. Oh, that's right. I forgot about those. Those are those are the names of moons of Mars. Right? So those, are, yeah. Nice. Um, and then Zenotime and Zeolite. Oh, I don't know about that one. Are knife throwing twins? Yeah, that was kind of new for me. Like the crows, and then the cats turning into people, and. Um, and then those whatever those other ones are. I forget. Yeah, and I think that I, I think. Yeah, one of them had like some other pet thing or something. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I, I you totally wouldn't know that I had that. watched the entirety of both of these movies over the last two days, based on how little I remember. But uh, you know, <laughs> there you go. Three days, I guess. Yeah, actually, we're doing our best, people. If we got some Sailor Moon fanatics listening, like, let me know where where I'm getting stuff wrong. All right. So, season three, Outer Guardians. Just to sum this one up, I mean, essentially, the Outer Guardians. So there's Sailor Saturn is another one that we're introduced to in this one. And then we learn, we eventually learn that the Outer Guardians are tasked in this arc with um, finding the reincarnated Saturn because um, she's sort of a uh, last resort. Um, if she gets involved and it has to, the conditions have to be right. There's these, um, not artifacts, but there's these like special items that if they're present will uh, with her, uh, they'll react and she will basically kill the enemy, uh, but she'll destroy everything. She just like brings complete destruction. Mm. Okay. Um, and so I guess this happened in the past. And so they're here in their current time to, uh, to kill her. Uh, and they're, they're specifically trying not to 
arouse suspicion of the main guardians because they, one, they they know Usagi will try to interfere if you know if she finds out they're trying to kill, uh, you know, one of the sailor guardians. Hmm. Um, but then, uh, and then also, um, they're not supposed to interact with them for some reason uh, in general. But uh, what ends up happening is they they end up meeting them and they're very mysterious uh, key characters. So of course they're going to <laughs> notice them. Um, and it, they, they meet them in, in their, you know, unmasked forms, right? Which they don't even wear masks, but uh, one of them's like a race car driver and the other one's like a master violinist. Mm. Um, and, uh, and so they keep, they keep running into them. And so it just, it bubbles up until they've, find out that they're guardians and they find out what they're up to. Meanwhile, there's the, these bad guys, uh, of course, that are, uh, the witches five is what they're called. And, uh, so it's called, you know, bad guy of the week shows up and mm-hmm. yada, yada. But, uh, this culminates in them finding out what the outer guardians are up to. Usagi not being into it. And then them sort of warring between each other. But then eventually they all joined forces in the end to, to beat the bad guy. Um, and in doing so, well, along the way, Chibi Usa meets this girl who she becomes fond of and they kind of become friends. Turns out that's the reincarnated Sailor Saturn. So that just makes oh. things even more uh, hard, you know, difficult um, when they find out they're trying to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it all culminates with them joining forces and... Yeah, so this, ha- this is the first time when they're all gathered and they, they're kind of down on their luck. They're not doing well fighting. And they all grant Usagi their power. Uh, this is the first mm-hmm. time this happens. It comes up again mm-hmm. in the movies. Um, but yeah, they grant her all, her pow- all this power and she is able to become super Sailor Moon. Oh my God. And I will say like my, a l- large portion of this show is the transformations. But, and and yes. it kind of gets boring. But the first time, whenever there's a new transformation, like the first time you see a new transformation, it's, it's pretty exciting. Like, I, I, I was into it. Like, when you first see Super Sailor Moon, uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I will say that. And, uh, but anyway, so that happens, and uh, she's able to defeat. Well, she's, she doesn't defeat them right away. She kind of has the upper hand, and then she starts to lose again. And then, and then Sailor Moon gets uh, absorbed by the enemy, which the enemy at this point becomes like a planet that's like personified. So it's like this crazy, mm. weird battle. Um, but then Sailor Moon, or not Sailor Moon, Sailor Saturn awakens at this point when everything seems like it's, uh, you know, dour. And mm-hmm. so she's getting ready. To, and this is, this is a pretty awesome scene too, but like she's like slowly rises up and is about to, uh, you know, swing her weapon to just end everything. But then she realizes at the last moment that um, Sailor Moon is still alive. And so instead she attacks, she just, I don't know why, but it's like, you could have just done that from the start and helped us fight. But uh, she does that and, uh, and attacks the bad person, the bad guy. I think it was like the second in command or whatever. And mm-hmm. then after that, um, Super Sailor Moon and Super Chibi Moon uh, join forces and, and do their, their combo attack and, and save the day. Double Moon, Death Buster makeup. <laughs> just kidding. Something like that. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, they do that. And then and after this happens, for some reason, Saturn, I don't know how Saturn works. It's like you do one attack and then you restart. So Saturn becomes like a baby again. Oh, okay. And the Outer Guardians are like, oh, we'll, uh, we'll become a family and raise her. That'll be our, well, that's what we'll do. And mm-hmm. uh, they decide to do that, you know, still stay separate from the other Guardians like they're supposed to. And, uh, but then they're not at their posts, like... They're supposed to be. Yeah, they're all hanging out on Earth too, right? Yeah, but just not near <laughs> Usagi and all them. Um, and so that, that's how this arc ends. They're like, we're going to raise her. And, uh, and yeah, so that brings us to the movies. Oh, and the very end of this season, they, uh, an eclipse is happening. Yeah. Um, and it's right before Chibi Moon or Chibi Usa is going to go back to the 30th century. Uh-huh. And so that's where we pick up uh, yeah, on the movies. Yeah, that sounds like the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Okay. So I've talked long enough. Why don't you tell us about these movies, unless you have other questions or anything? Uh, no, no questions based on any of that. So, yeah, the movie, as you said, starts off with uh, their, well, I mean, we get kind of a character introduction, a really quick, you know, run through of most of the characters, I think. Um, and they're all going to see this solar eclipse. Mm. Um, and uh, Chibi, 
small lady is uh, saying that she's going to go back to the future. Um, then she like changes her mind or something or doesn't want to. And I don't remember why. Well, she has that. She hears like a bell when the eclipse is happening. And oh, then, okay. So and it's then, after the eclipse that she changes her mind. Yeah. Okay. And I don't remember the timing, but then she has like a vision about this Pegasus. Yeah. Helios. Helios! Um, yeah. So they're all watching an eclipse and then they all see like some weird looking flying airship sort of thing uh, coming from the dark center area of the eclipse. And, uh, I don't remember, do they like announce themselves or something? Uh, there's something like that where we, we know that this is like yeah. Dead Moon Circus is what they're called. Yeah, there's some voiceover, but I don't know if that was just meant for the audience or if they're hearing that. Or Yeah, I was confused on yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't know for sure. Um, anyway, and then so the first half of this movie then is just like little 13 second clips of things that happen that I guess need to happen to make the story make sense. Um, and I don't remember all of them and don't really feel like going through them in series or anything. Um, do you have anything that happened there that was important enough that you want to mention? Um, yeah, I mean, they start attacking each, um, I mean, they go to the circus and they get separated and they start attacking each guardian separately, um, which is a common thing. That's that's pretty much the second half of the movie already. Yeah. Yeah. By by the time we get to that, but yeah, that's true. Um, oh yeah, there's the part, I mean, there, there is one fun part where, um, I forget what happens, but like Usagi and Chibiusa are like in town. It's like daylight and they're in town and, but then like something happens and like this, they sent this tiger after them or something. Oh yeah. This tiger shows up and then that's when they have this body swap thing, um, which I didn't understand, but for some reason they established earlier on that like Chibiusa wanted to be older and, and Usagi wanted to, you know, be treated as a kid still and yeah. not have to have responsibilities. And so, yeah. So they're using their own, not weaknesses, but their own whatever. Yeah. Against own, them. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like uh, careful what you wish for kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so that happens and it's, I liked it because it's just cute. You know, it's like, um, you know, Sailor Moon being all, you know, a kid again and, uh, yep, and it, and it lasts for about 13 seconds because then they do their super sailor moon and super sailor chibi moon transformation and they go back to normal yeah and it's all fine and but during then, that luna is like refers to chibi use as small lady mm-hmm. and then she's like no i'm not small i was like okay lady i guess <laughs> uh but yeah it doesn't really have much impact but it was cute um and then essentially in this first movie while they're fighting them um mamo gets cursed with like a black rose on his mm. chest at first i think he just has like chest pain and he should see get an x-ray Some sort of lung disease or something <laughs> yeah. keeps coughing up these black rose petals yeah like something's wrong with you dude oh. um and then usagi tries to help him at his bedside and stuff and at first he pushes her away but then she keeps coming back and then she gets it as well so they're both sick with black rose lung mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and uh, I mean, we get introduced to the the bad guys, I guess, which are the the Amazon sisters or something they were called, or yeah, the Amazon S quartet. I yeah, wrote down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we get introduced to them, and they're all quirky and do circusy things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so the whole big moon or dead moon circus thing is. Yeah, just this circus that has set up in town, but there's like a dark cloud over the town or something, and they're all trying to use nightmares against the the sailors and I guess everyone else in town or something. I don't know. It all goes by pretty quick. Yeah, um, they cram a lot Yeah, into these movies. Considering it's like a, how long? Hour 20, hour 25, something like that yeah. on these movies. So, But yeah, it all flies by pretty quick. And um I don't remember. Do you remember what like the cliffhanger ending is? Was there a cliffhanger ending on this? Um, I just the the black rose lung thing maybe. Is I guess the only so. Thing that isn't super resolved, and I mean they don't defeat the bad guys either, so it's all sort of a cliffhanger, I guess. Yeah, it's just kind of like this is the middle part. Um, but that there is a part where Sailor Venus is fighting them, and then she is about to like they knock her off this ledge or whatever, but then Artemis is there and right. transforms into a human, which is new. Yeah. And, uh, and saves her. So I remember that was kind of near the end, but yeah. And I think 
I think it's in this movie where, so small lady has that bell that she oh, got from right? Helios. Yeah. yeah and, if, you, if you need help, yeah. he says, yeah, ring it if you need help or whatever. And she just like keeps ringing it and summoning him for basically no reason, just because she wants to see him. Mm. Um, she seems to sort of have a crush on him. Yeah. And then I think it's in this movie where he kisses her, right? Um, like maybe, maybe towards the end or maybe it's the beginning of the next one. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. But yeah, he is a Pegasus, but then he transforms into a human in sort of a dream thing and then kisses her. And now she's like super in love with him or something. And, uh, yeah. Um, and he's like, older <laughs> not in his 20s or anything but he's yeah, like the same age as all the rest of them but uh seems like it they're definitely setting up some sort of seems like they're setting up some sort of romantic uh yeah thing between this nine-year-old and this 14 15 year old yeah whatever yep well she already Man. made out with her dad so yeah that's true I, di- <laughs> I see i didn't have any of that uh to to look back on so <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, and then the the second movie, unless you got anything else you really need to cover in the first? I think that's about it. Okay, in the second movie, um, I guess this is where we so- see a little bit more of the big bads, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, we learn that Helios is being in a cage. He's being held captive by them. Yeah. And I don't know if we meet, but Queen uh, Nehalania... Uh, is the is the the big bad as he said? Yeah, we don't see her until later. But there's the the one that looks like sort of an old lady with the old black lady. robe or whatever. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, forgot I don't, it. I I don't forgot know about what her. His or her name is. I'm actually not sure if it's a, a, a female or not. But mm-hmm. yeah, could be an old man, could be an old lady. It sounds like it's voiced by a man, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I forgot. I didn't write any notes about that. <laughs> okay. So in this, then, wait, hold on. In the first movie, don't they get all get crystals in the first yes, movie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I totally skipped over that. Though. Well, it was it was tied to those dream those nightmares. So it was like yeah. after they were able to come out of the nightmare, then they got the crystal. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like and there's a could, Jupiter crystal. There's a Venus crystal. Yeah. Yada yada. Then they they can transform into sailor crystal jupiter or something yes, i forget yeah. how they say it it's either yeah. crystal sailor jupiter or sailor crystal sailor jupiter. crystal jupiter yeah, yeah okay that's right. anyway yeah so they all get crystals um and uh i don't know well in this in this second one i don't remember how it all plays out but uh, helios explains that uh there's a gold crystal um, uh, yes and we find out that's related to mamo and so much like Usagi had the legendary silver crystal within her. He has this legendary gold crystal uh, within him, presumably. Usagi assumes right. that that's the case, and it turns out to be. Yeah, which which all makes more sense now that you've explained them being reincarnations of you know the prince of Earth and the princess from the moon that had fallen in love or whatever, which isn't explained in this, but yeah. I still got the idea that he was the Earth. He had something to do with Earth. Mm. And she's obviously Sailor Moon, so... So he's kind of like Sailor Earth. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's got the silver and he's got the gold. And so this this wasn't... this. I guess this was maybe more of a surprise to me, having not seen the series, than it would have been to anyone who saw it and, and knows all of that. But I thought this was, like, being revealed for the first time, I but, guess. I mean, the gold crystal thing, for sure, and, like, the whole aspect of... Like, because we didn't know much about the ongoings of his past and stuff. It was like more mm. focused on the moon and stuff, and he played into it with his relationship with Usagi and um, and all that, or Princess Serenity, excuse me. Um, but yeah, they hadn't really delved into, and they don't. I mean, they don't go too far into it here, but uh, yeah, we learned that there's this, you know, that place, the Elysion that they go to, yeah, seems to be like the equivalent of the moon's, you know, crystal palace, right. It's the um, Earth's yeah. palace, kingdom, castle, whatever. And it exists in a extra dimension. I don't know. I don't know how to get to it, but uh, they get yeah. to it. Um, but then I also, I guess we should set up the, uh, 
I, you're probably also confused by the Outer Guardians because I think that's what this movie starts with. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, this movie does start with that, and I was confused for the first uh, I don't know how long it takes, 15, 20 minutes probably, <laughs> and I was like, "What? Who are these people? What is going on?" And and yeah, I had forgotten that I was confused by it because you know after they reveal it, it's all like, "Oh okay, yeah, that makes now sense. I get it." And so yeah, they were raising. Um, Saturn. Saturn, and uh, she's been growing exponentially. And uh, and yeah, at a certain point, they realize that they got to go help yeah. fight. And she's probably like, well, she's she's bigger than Chibi-Usa, but mm. she's not as big as Usagi. Yeah. So she's got to be in between there somewhere. So maybe 12 or something. I don't know. It could be, yeah. Um, she seems to have an exponential yeah growth rate. Uh, yeah, and... S- I don't know. And then there's some battle and then the movie's over. Yes. I don't know what else to say about this. Um, yeah. I mean, it, I, so many of these arcs end in a similar way where it's like mm. um, they finally face off against the main person. This Queen Nahalenia, we learn the backstory that the original Queen Serenity back in the day had you know, banished her or imprisoned her inside this mirror or something. Yeah. And so she was sealed away. And so now she's seeking revenge. So it's like, okay, that's a, you know, pick up mom's messes. And she had brainwashed the uh, asteroid guardians. Oh, yes. Um, But very similar to the first arc where Queen Beryl brainwashed, you know, the knights of the earth, uh, you know, reincarnated. um, mm. The, you know, Jadeites and all those guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, So kind of repeating that. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, but I mean, the whole finale... uh, of the battle is like very similar. Like they're down on their luck. They've been fighting and it doesn't seem like it's going well, but then Usagi and Mamo kiss. And then instead of like before they got the silver crystal, now it's kind of reversing it where they're getting the gold crystal out of, uh, out of Mamo. Mm-hmm. And then I think everyone and transforms. Everyone has to, yeah. Everyone. Well, let's sa- see. Super, super sailor. Everyone transforms. There's, there's like a bunch of, there's a lot of clothing changes here and there's like, <laughs> So they're all wearing like their normal clothes. And then when they kiss, suddenly everyone's wearing like formal wear, like evening gowns and stuff. Mm. And then they all sort of pledge their power to Sailor Moon. And then they all do Sailor Transformation. And then Sailor Moon does her big attack to take out the bad guy. And then they all switch back to the formal wear. And uh, and then I think they all go sailors again, and then I don't know. Imagine if this was a stage play. I, I know, know, right? <laughs> be a lot of people just running off stage as fast as they could. <laughs> Nuts! Um, and they have to show all of them. Like I noticed in one of the yeah. shots where they were transforming from like the the formal wear, evening wear, or whatever <laughs> into the sailors. They start like with this sort of panning shot on one side, where we see each person in the frame transform, and as we pan. Um, we see the rest of them transform as well. It's yeah, uh, yeah. You have to see every single one of them. Got it. It's a big part of the transformations. Are uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a big part of a uh, the show. Yeah, and yeah. So there's like weird mirror stuff and like in in the fight. Yeah, where the the bad lady sends shards of a mirror at Sailor Moon um, or Usagi maybe at the time because she hadn't transformed. I don't remember. Um, but rather than like cutting her to ribbons with these sharp shards of glass, she just builds a sort of castle around her. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Not castle, I was but like that a, too. A cave like a sharp or something. Shard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you know she uses her whatever super moon makeup or yes. whatever, and uh, and smashes the mirrors. And then uh, Chibi Usa and uh, Saturn, who had been missing. Yeah, they um, were they were imprisoned in because these... they had they had gone chasing off after someone or something. I don't know. Anyway, they were imprisoned <laughs> in these mirrors, and they they sort of drop out of there. And then the other guardians who are outside of the mirror that Usagi had gotten sucked into, um, I guess they can communicate through this mirror, even though it didn't seem like it before. But uh, mm. Sailor Moon says to them, hey, I've got Shibiusa and Saturn, so go ahead and break that mirror now. And they're all like, oh, okay. And then they all use, well, not all. I was actually surprised. They didn't all attack the mirror. <laughs> it was first um, Mercury, the water mm, one, right? Mm. And then Jupiter, and then the mirror broke. Oh, okay, nice. Um, so a whole bunch of <laughs> other people didn't do anything, I guess. And uh, yeah, 
and then it all sort of like resolves, I guess, because the, the big bad lady is defeated when Sailor Moon, Super Crystal, Super Saiyan Sailor Moon, <laughs> uh, whatever it was, uses her her mega attack for this episode, which is, uh, let's see if I can remember it. I just pulled it up. Did you? What's the first word? Starlight. Oh, that's right. Starlight, honeymoon. What's the next one? Because it doesn't make sense. In therapy. Therapy. Kiss. Yeah. Starlight, honeymoon, therapy, kiss. Yes. That is, that is the, apparently the name of the attack. Those are the words that she screams as she kills the, uh, <laughs> the bad lady. Well, I, I forget the order of things, but then also small lady realizes that she has her own crystal within her. It's the pink legendary pink crystal oh yeah the uh, the crystal of the 30th century or something yeah. like that because they've got all the other ones who have like their you know jupiter crystal and mars crystal and mercury crystal and then we've got the silver crystal and we've got the gold crystal mm-hmm. and she has to have her own because it can't be the same as someone else's i guess yeah um, they all have their own crystal um but yeah i think after she gets that but then hers they... isn't a planet or anything i don't know yeah, yeah. it's like okay but yeah, they do the the attack you mentioned, but they do the double version, which is Starlight, Honeymoon, Double Therapy, Kiss. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, so I, I forget the order of things, but I think that final one is what uh, what beats uh, Queen Nahalania. Yes, that's probably correct. And uh, and then there's a pretty long ending there. Like, what happens after that? After she's defeated, then we get. Um, so the Am- the Amazon ladies who we learn are the oh, right. sailor guardians of the asteroids. Yeah, they get they get rescued after that. Yeah, and then they they say, "Oh, we're going to go into limbo or something until until Chibiusa is becomes a full-fledged mm-hmm. sailor guardian and then we will they're they're connected with her somehow." Yeah. Um Yeah. And then there's Helios. I mean, he's freed from his cage. Mm, yes. He's a human now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the Amazon people. I feel like there was just so much more of this ending. Like it seemed to take quite a while. Yeah. After the the final blow. There I know. Was, oh, there was all the all the backstory of the. I guess that was during the battle or before the battle or something like that. All the backstory mm. of the, the queen of the moon. Oh yeah. Um, Which and, I kind of summed up, but yeah. 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 So maybe that's what I was thinking of. So there was a lot of that. And then there's a part near the end where Helios and <clears throat> Chibiusa share a moment and he's going back to Elysion, but it's like, we'll we'll meet again because mm. uh, they have a connection and I'm sure they'll kiss at some point in the future and uh, become more powerful. Yeah, but they kissed before. Yeah, they'll kiss again. <laughs> okay. So the more they kiss, the more powerful. Sailor Moon. How it works. The fact that it's called Sailor Moon Crystal is very fitting. There's lots of crystals, but it's like crystals, transformations, and uh, kissing. Yeah. That's uh, that kind of sums up yeah. most of it. And uh, and Helios, <laughs> small lady, and small lady. <laughs> so um, what did you? Uh, a, what did you think of the movies? B, what do you think now that you know a little bit more? Um, yeah, weigh in on that. What did I think of the movies? Well, like I say, the first movie was uh, sort of a clip show of uh, things that they needed to set up before they could have the before they could have the rest of the story. I guess, even though there's not a whole lot of story to it, like almost nothing happens in the first movie. Um, yeah, just introducing bad guys and they're doing bad things. Yeah, and then they all get their crystals so that they can be more powered up. And then in the second movie, we've got, like you said, the beginning where we see the outer guardians and everything, um, which I don't know that it really needed to be there because they could have just showed up and it would have been fine. Mm. Um, but then like the the small battles are just sort of more of the same, right? We've got all of the all of the individual guardians now with their crystal powers yeah. trying to fight more to save the planet from from dead moon uh circus by the way there's a there's a band called dead moon i'm sure i've played oh, really? their songs for you before nice um but uh 
I kept thinking of it like every, every time they said it, uh, one of their songs is called Dead Moon Night. It's Dead Moon Night, Dead Moon Night. Anyway, and that kept playing in my head while I was watching this. So maybe nice. I was distracted a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, what did I think of the movies? I thought that uh, they could have been better and more interesting and paced better. Mm. Um, but at the same time, like I don't know. I this is this is made for young girls. I assume, right? Like that's. I mean, it's definitely made for a younger audience. I, from what I've heard, a lot of um, girls and boys alike are into a shojo. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I sort of see it as being um, the way that it's written. Anyway, seems like the audience is supposed to identify with Chibi Moon. Like mm. she's supposed to be like their. Um, person that they sort of live this vicariously through they yeah. experience this through her i think um because it seems to be a lot about her and you know her burgeoning relationship with uh, helios um, yeah i think you're right and i think it's setting up the, ne- the next arc i don't know what it's about but i'm mm-hmm. i'm assuming it'll be about her you know kind of defending the world yeah maybe um but i imagine all the other guardians will be there too because why not yeah so I didn't realize that there was even another arc after this as well. So yeah, one, yeah that one sort more. of changes it. I don't know. Uh, how would I how would I rate this? I mean, it's fine, I guess, but it's also not very good in some ways, and it's cute and not terribly funny, but a little bit funny. And on a scale of, you know, tiny lady to large lady, I'd have to give it a small lady. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's probably just on the verge of uh, five or six. Um, I think yeah. I would probably lean towards the five. Mm. Um, Cause I can't imagine ever wanting to watch it again. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, especially coming into it a bit cold uh, as well, but I, I don't feel too, differently um the movies were they did did cram too much into there it was uh it was kind of a whirlwind but i think after having binged the 40 episodes prior to it i was kind of used to Mm. the uh the formula well how were you like just on the series before you watched the movies like what would you have given the first three i probably go six um like i liked it and that's the thing is like i grew up you know on shonen battle anime and Dragon Ball Z, of course, and, and there's so many. And they continue to today, and I, I'm still into a lot of them. Um, not all of them, but it's... Um, but with this, it's interesting because it, there's a lot of similarities. Like, there's a lot of battles. There's a lot of powering up. There's a lot of saving people. But it's not about, like, training and, and like, earning that. It's more about, like, finding something within yourself, you know, emotional. It's more emotionally driven. Or... I mean, when you When you talk about battles, though, all I remember is, like, people being put in bad positions... And then they shout some magic words and fix everything. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not a bad, it's not like a drawn out battle in the yeah. sense that you would imagine like a martial yeah. arts battle or something. Right. But yeah. it, it is, they are fighting. They are yes. like defending someone True. and, and trying to best someone. But the way in which they do it is more coming from a place of, of an emotional, like, I don't know, finding something inward versus like, you know, training and, and mm. mastering your craft or, yeah. or, that's true. I see what you mean there. Or um, like there's not a lot. And so I have, to, I have to imagine that's a lot of the appeal of it's sort of like true love's kiss, you know, plays a lot into this. Um, like, yeah, well, what you were saying about the power inside you or whatever, like they, they say at the end, like, oh, everyone has a crystal inside them or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's I, I see what you mean. That is uh, that is what they're going for. Like, yeah that's what they want the audience to feel is like, Oh, everyone has their own special power inside. You just have to find it. And then you yes. can be as awesome as sailor moon. <laughs> you got to kiss your Something true like love. That. Yeah. And then you will be, uh, but I, I did like things I liked. Um, like I said before, the first time you see like a new transformation, either for a new character or for a new iteration, a super sailor moon or whatever. Mm. Uh, it's exciting. I, I was into it. Uh, the other umpteen times they show a transformation and in the show a lot of those they don't cut short it's like bad guy <laughs> and then like you know, i always imagine like they're trying they're like hold on and they're transforming and the bad guy is just like arm crossed like 
tapping their foot like you know i it's almost like uh you know how the british fought back in the day you know mm. <laughs> turn-based you know you gotta you gotta wait uh, <laughs> you gotta be respectful and wait, wait till your turn wait till they're ready <laughs> um um, but from what I understand, and so th- there's a lot of that I like, and then I like I like some of the characterizations. Like, I didn't really dwell on it much, but in the uh, third season, we're introduced to um, Sailor Uranus, who is sort of a non-binary character. They think it's a guy, it turns out to mm. be a girl. Um, but I like how they played that. It was you know for representation and whatnot. Um, mm. Not that I identify, but I thought it was cool the way they did that. But I, I'm curious. Yeah, what... I was. Uh... When they first introduced that character, I thought it was a guy, and I thought, hmm, that's strange. There's Sailor Guardians are all girls. Yeah. And then because they were essentially a family unit, there was like the mom and the dad, and then the drunk aunt. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> Pluto was, right? Um, yeah. So that's how they sort of introduced it. It was like a, a yeah, standard family unit sort of thing. And then. I don't know. I don't know at what point I probably the first transformation mm. would, would have been when I was like, Oh, it is a girl then. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So it's an interesting element um, they have in there. Um, but I, I'm curious of uh, anyone listening to this who is a big fan of the original anime, because I know that like a lot of the Sailor Moon has been, um, you know, memed to heck. Um, but there's a lot of like very memeable gifs of Usagi from the original show. Uh, just being silly or being, you know, and th- they cut a lot of that stuff out in this. Like it's very, you know, a crystal, ceremony crystal is very streamlined. They're just mm. telling the story, like, you know, cutting all the fat out. But I know a lot of people are very fond of the original anime because it has more of that sitcom gag, you know, and a lot of funnier things in it. Like this, this has some funny moments, um, crystal does, but, uh, but I wonder if, if fans of that, like if you're listening, it'd be interesting to hear what you think. But if, if you don't like crystal that much because of that, maybe. Um, and maybe, you know, it was a, it was a benefit to the original show, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to say, like if they make, I mean, I imagine they will make, you know, the next arc, the final arc and, uh, I'll watch it cause I've watched this much. Like I want to complete it. Might as well. Right. Yeah. Just go <laughs> for it. Um, I'm happy. I, I'm happy. I went on the Sailor Moon journey. I was expecting to find a little more, honestly, um, mm. that, you know, would explain, um, the phenomenon that it is. I think it's good, and I think it did spawn like uh, an entire, you know, genre and you know, movement of. Uh, I mean, shoujo yeah. existed before that, but like it, it definitely was a groundbreakingly popular worldwide phenomenon in it. Uh, yeah, in watching this, it reminded me of all of those magical girl animes mm. that have come since it, basically. Yeah. Right. Um, since the original, obviously, not since this, <laughs> since it just came out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it inspired like a a whole even subgenre of that like yeah. there, there may have been things before that but nothing i've heard of yeah. so yeah. you know like this is definitely like the biggest example of that sort of magical girl genre so um, successful and like something like um that you watched recently that you enjoyed on my recommendation was uh um, um madoka madoka magica yeah. yeah which is great and you know wouldn't be possible yeah or as impactful if not right. for sailor moon yeah it's definitely like a twist on that genre mm. and yeah if not for sailor moon that genre wouldn't have become as popular madoka probably wouldn't have been made in at least not in the way that it was made I yeah know. yeah i don't know in what form it would exist but i guess it's possible it would still be made in some other way Something, yeah. without the magical girl premise mm. they'd have to find something else yeah i don't know <laughs> it's interesting um, but yeah, so it's, it's, uh, I don't know, something we probably had to talk about cause it's Sailor Moon. Yeah. So there you go. And I'm assuming, you know, yeah, lots of people probably watched it. Um, hmm. there's probably a lot of people out there like me that didn't realize it was part of a, a series and might've watched it. And, uh, you know, hopefully Georgia's explanation of things that happened in the series clued you in on a few things as it did with me. Um, you know, things that I was like, oh, that makes more sense now sort of stuff. Mm. Um, just a few things, but you know, yeah, it is kind of sort of a simple story. Like even though it involves reincarnation and time travel, right. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's told simply, it yeah. simply told. It yeah. doesn't demand a lot of the viewer and that, and that can be nice sometimes to have just something light and, you know, where, you know, they're going to win, the bad guys yeah. are going to win. Or the bad guys, the good guys are going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking uh, at the end of this that it was light, but it wasn't fluffy. 
you know mm. it wasn't like i don't know like a lot of the slice of life things that i watch yeah. i would describe as as fluffy you know there's a lot of fluff there this one was very i don't know trimmed down and mm. yeah it wasn't it was didn't have that that fluffiness to it it was yeah yeah and they were probably the pacing doesn't help that but, yeah. It, but yeah it was very much about just getting through the story almost yeah but like the story sprint. itself was pretty light so yeah i don't know it's hard yeah it's hard to say uh but yeah if any sailor moon mega fans listening i'd love for you to tear me apart i'm sure i uh mischaracterized uh lots of things and left a bunch out that's important but uh, i did my best and if you're offended by the mere concept of me watching the movies without having watched the entire series ahead of time, you know, feel free to tear me apart too. Um, there we go. We deserve it. Not, not that I care, but you know, feel free if it makes you feel better. <laughs> um, but I think that's all we have to say about these Sailor Moon movies and uh, the entirety of the previous three seasons uh, of Sailor Moon Crystal. So we're going to wrap this up with me saying the thing that I usually say. If you want to tear us apart on the internet for saying things that you don't agree with or, you know, whatever reason, maybe you're just an angry person and you need to, you know, say mean things to other people, um, feel free. You can find us on all the socials at umlikeanime. That's U-M-L-I-K-E-A-N-I-M-E. And if you don't want to tear us apart and you uh, actually enjoy the content that we make, then uh, you can find us on all the socials at Unlike Anime. That's U N M. Ah, just kidding. Um, it's like yeah. you're, it's like you're doing the transformation sequence yet again. <laughs> uh, there's there's actually a YouTuber that I watch that he does this joke where he's like, "If you're new here, hi, how's it going? And if you've been here before, hey, how's it going? Nice to see you again. <laughs> you see that? You get two greetings if you subscribe or something. Um, I wish I remembered his name. Someone out there knows who it is. You can post it on YouTube for me. Nice. Um, anyway, I, I thought that was funny. I thought it would be funny to do something similar to that. And that's where I was coming from. But uh, we've talked long enough about this and that and the other stuff. Um, so bye, guys. Groovy. Curtis. His name is Curtis. His name is Curtis. I remembered. <laughs> I'll just be there. Just right on the end. <laughs> Small lady. <laughs> <laughs>